you're this massive bottleneck and everything has to go through you because you have the answers or you have the direction. And if there's nuances or things that come up, like they, everybody turns to you, right? And is like, hey, what do we do in this, in this situation? This I've experienced this so many times. And I've also experienced that when this happens, I don't always recognize it. I just like play along and I tolerate it. You are listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast, episode number 337. Hello, my friends. Happy day. Today is 11-11, or at least the day this episode comes out, which is fun. Um, I cannot even believe we're halfway through November. Thanksgiving is in like, what, two weeks? What in the heck? Two weeks until Thanksgiving? That is so crazy. And then Christmas will be here, and then all of a sudden, it'll be 2022. Doesn't it literally just feel like COVID started in the beginning of 2020? Like, it's insane. I cannot believe how fast everything's going. And is it just me? Like, is it just me because I have all these crazy kids and... (laughs) Time just flies so fast or does it feel like this for all of you guys? I kind of don't like it. Like I actually sat down with my journal the other day and I was like, how can I slow down time? Like I genuinely mean that. Like how can I enjoy my life more? And I think, you know, I don't reward and praise being busy all the time. It's hard to, it's hard to not be like that. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact we live in this digital landscape where you can be plugged in all the time and makes you feel like there's always something to do. And if you're not, you're like anxious about it. But I don't know. We need to figure it out because I just want to enjoy my kids. They're growing up so fast and and especially going through like my third one is is my last one. And I am like, gosh, you're almost two and I just want to enjoy it. And it, everything's going so fast. Anyways, I'm super excited for today's episode. I love sharing stuff about team building leadership. I think that I try to mix it into this podcast. It's way more a marketing podcast, but a lot of you guys message me because you're at a stage where you either have a team, you're struggling with building and training a team and scaling, or you haven't really started building a team, but you're starting to think about it or you're exploring that. And it's one of my favorite things. When I sat down and looked at, you know, what do I love about my company? At the top of the list was leadership, team building, process, just creating process and creating a structure that can really operate and run without you involved in the day-to-day is priceless, right? Because then you have a business that truly you have freedom over and you have freedom in your life and you can travel and do whatever. You can do whatever you want and and then you still bring in money. And like that's the ultimate definition to me of freedom is having a massively successful business that I'm not a slave to in the day-to-day. So we're going to talk about this one thing that's going to change the game. If you're building a team or you are thinking about building a team and this is a lesson that I've been learning. So I have been repeatedly learning this lesson over the last three years, really, like as I've built a team. And I recently brought on a new team member who is titled my marketing operations coordinator. So her job, it's kind of a project manager, but she does other things outside of that. And I've actually known this individual for like three years. Um, She lives in Austin and she has done my photos in the past and she was looking for a job. And I happened to be talking to her and was like, I need a project manager. And I didn't know she had those skills. So anyways, I brought her on recently, which is actually 
like three weeks ago, I shared on here like how I was going to be hiring this position because my calendar was too full and I was way too much in the weeds. So I brought her on and I've been in the process of training her. And I think a lot of you guys can probably relate to this where you're in a place in your business where what you need to delegate is not necessarily tasks. Like it's not simple to say, hey, go do these 10 things and get them off my plate. And at least it's not simple right away to get to that point because a lot of what you're doing, it feels like only you can do it because it's what you're thinking. And so for me, that was coming up a lot around our marketing and our internal marketing around things like knowing exactly how many emails I wanted to send our list in a promotion, what date and time those emails would go out, Um, things around creating, you know, looking at, I was spending hours approving emails from our copy team and saying, hey, like, this is good or here's the change or here's the messaging. If you have ever done a launch or had something, you know, a live webinar or a big promotion, then you know how much thought has to go into the messaging around it, at least for it to be successful. And a lot of times that is in your head. And so you have to first translate all of that information around the messaging, which means the pain points, the the benefits, the angles that you want to go on. And so this is the case for every kind of promotion that you would do. So that means a live webinar, that means a sale, that means a new funnel, means a new offer. Like every time you do something like that, you have to get really clear on the messaging. And oftentimes you're not even going to nail it the first time. And if you sit down in, in an hour's time, you're probably going to think of more things later. And so you won't, you know, have it initially. Like it's not easy. It's very deep thought work. Okay. So that's like the first thing. And then once you start getting assets back, like let's say you give it to your team and you say, Hey, make this funnel or you hire a team or whatever you make, make this funnel. Here's the copy. Here's all the tasks and things that I need, which is how I was doing it. I recognize some of you probably don't have that in place where you, where you're able to just delegate it all to a team. Regardless, I had people to do the tasks. I had people to write the copy, build the funnel, integrate it, all the pieces, the ads, all of it. What was missing is the way I think and and having someone be able to represent the way I think, which means when, when I get email copy back and it's in my voice and I'm reading it and if I have suggestions – It takes me a long time to read that email copy. Like if you've ever had to approve 20 pages of copy, emails, opt-ins, all the things, it takes a long time and it takes a lot of brain power. It's not something you can quickly look at because if you have suggestions, you have to figure out how to give the copywriter direction and be like, no, I wouldn't say it like this, but maybe here is an idea. And or you have to train your copywriter and this is what we work on with our team is like what questions to ask you to pull it out of you. So when I recently hired this new role and brought her on, one of the things I was determined to do and have been working on is not just training somebody with how to do tasks and how to actually accomplish like get these seven items off your to-do list and, and get them done from me, but how to think like me. And I think there's a big difference between documenting a process that's like, step one, you do this. Step two, you do this. Step three, you do this. And having it laid out. That's important. And I think that is a lot of times what we what we start with when we're building a team is making sure we have process documented of the steps. But here's the problem. 
is so often there's nuances. There's like, well, what happens when this happens? And then it changes the process or, you know, you need to approve this thing or we're missing the mark on this messaging. And then it starts to feel like as the CEO that you're this massive bottleneck and everything has to go through you because you have the answers or you have the direction. And if there's nuances or things that come up, like they, everybody turns to you, right? And is like, hey, what do we do in this, in this situation? And this wasn't happening like fully for me, but it, this, I've experienced this so many times. And I've also experienced that when this happens, I don't always recognize it. I just like play along and I tolerate it. I'm like, oh yeah, I'll give you that quick answer. And then before I know it, I have seven Voxer messages, 15 Slack messages, five emails, Asana tasks that need my attention and a, and a day booked full of calls. And so now I'm bottlenecking my entire team if I do that, right? Because they're all waiting on me to give answers or to give feedback or to move forward. And I can't get it to them because I'm on calls. Does it sound familiar to any of you guys or is it just me? So this has been my last like three months until recently. And so when I brought on this new team member, I was like, I am going to teach her how to think like me. And that's obviously going to take more than a couple of weeks. We're still working through it. But I think this is the part where people don't do this. They don't train this when they bring on a team member. And you have to do it in kind of twofold. Number one, you have to set the stage and set the foundation where you're giving somebody permission to do that. Because people, employees, aren't going to just voluntarily, usually, make decisions and calls if they think they have to get your approval for every single thing. And so what I started to do is I would just record my screen as I would do something. Like, so if I'm reviewing an email or I'm responding to a team member, I would record and I'd give the why behind what I was saying. So it was like, I'm not approving this email and here's why. Here's the here's what I saw. Or I need to add in these three tasks that we forgot about and here's the why. Or I chose to send six emails during this promotion at these times and here's why. And so giving that context is going to slowly and has already started to work, allow my team to try and understand how I would make decisions so they can make decisions without me. And I think it's easier. It's actually easier if you get something that you need to approve or a team member sends you a question, it's easier to just quickly answer it or quickly change something or do it yourself in the short term. But you always have to remember with business and and marketing and anything that you need to play the long-term gains, right? And so the long-term, what's better for the long-term is to actually slow down and take the extra five, 10 minutes to not just go change it yourself or quickly answer the question, but to give context around it. So this is like especially true for me for copies. Sometimes I see an email, it's like eight out of 10 almost there, but I have some edits I want to make to it. And so it's actually easier for me to like rewrite a couple sentences to go through and change the email myself. But how is that doing my team any good? Now I just changed the email so it's not going to change anything the next time they go to write. And so instead, taking the five or 10 minutes to give the feedback and then they have to send it back to me. That's why it's not, you know, always fast because it's like I have to give the feedback, they have to make the edit, then they have to send it back to me to review and approve. And this is especially true if you have somebody new writing for you. Um, And if you're the face of your brand and you're the voice, it's like I'm very protective over 
things that are put out in my voice because obviously I want to make sure it would it's me, right? When it when it's put out. And so what I'm saying is you need to train your team how to think like you. And there is a method behind training that, which first you have to figure out how you're thinking. And that's really hard. <laughs> like if you've ever sat down and I asked you like, why did you make those decisions in your business? Whether that was, you know, something you told a client or a customer or a decision you made about ordering a product or hiring a team member or approving an email, all of those things. You don't really know why, right? Until you really think about it. It's like, I just did because I did. Like, because that is what makes the most sense. But here's the thing. What makes the most sense to you and is obvious to you is not always obvious to your team and to other people who can't read your mind. And we make this mistake where we assume, and I've done this so many times, we assume something is so clear and so obvious and why wouldn't someone choose that option but they don't have the background and the experience and the brain that you have. And so the first step to training team members and people around you, how you think, which is really what a lot of team members want to know, especially leadership team, especially you know people who are writing things in your voice or, or doing things on your behalf, they want to know, like confidently be able to make decisions and, and choose things that they know you would be confident in which doesn't come from just step-by-step tactical process training. It comes from them understanding the way your brain works and the way you think, but that can't happen until you define it. So we've been working on, as I've trained this new team member, process, and I'm actually like, I'm just recording myself doing things, and I'm saying, now I need you to pull out the patterns you see or the the if this, then this type of situations that you see so that we can create process around this because I've told her this team member coming on my goal is that all of the copy all of the the decisions that are being pushed to me to approve now eventually over the next pretty much 90 days start going to you and start going through you so that you can represent me And that is such a key in scaling. And I have this so much in our delivery. Like, so our ads team, I have a team member who's been on my team for almost three years. And we have this. We have this dynamic. And she can make decisions. She can think for me. Um, She's capable of doing that. And that has been built through constant communication around this, process documentation, but not just step-by-step tactical process, but strategic how we think. And you know what else is this ties into your company values. That's the thing is everything that you do internally and externally should really be run through a couple of filters. And you have to be clear on what are those values? What is it that's really important to you? And then pass that on to your team. So one thing for me that I constantly value is really going deep and intentional with content. So for example, one of my most frequent critiques or feedback that I have when with copywriters or really in any content, right, that's created on my behalf is I never want even a sentence to be surface level. 
And so I, I always have very high expectations for everything because I want, if someone reads one post or they read one email, I want it to have value in it, right? And so that's my high expectation, which comes down to my values, which is represented in things like my podcast. Look at this podcast. I, it's very short. Usually the, the episodes are under 20 minutes. They're extremely valuable. They go really deep. I don't hold anything back and I just give you it all, right? That's a, that's a core value in me as a person that has to translate into my company, translate into my team, translate into our delivery, translate into our marketing. That's not an SOP that you can write down like step one, write deeply in the copy. You know, that's, that's a value. That's a, that's a a filter that people need to run through and how they're thinking. So I challenge you guys in listening to this, if this resonates with you, number one, you have to be clear on what those values are. And number two, you have to under, start to understand the way you think. So the first step that you can start doing is just kind of questioning the next time that you find, just start analyzing your day. Then, And the next time you find you're doing something that's like either you're making a decision or you're responding to a message or you're giving approval for something or you're giving feedback on something and it feels like only you can do it. The next time that happens, question that and ask yourself, why am I making that decision? Why am I, not why are you making the decision to be the one to approve it? Why is it that you're the only one can do it? And then why, what's the why behind your response? Like, why did you tell the team member what you did? And why do only you have that information? Or does somebody else have it on your team? Or is there a way to even train the person who's asking you to know the answer to these things? And I'm promising you, the more that you can do this, the better your business will grow. Because the reality is, if you look at the things that you are approving or responding to or giving feedback on or being the go-to for right now, just imagine if you added a million dollars a year to your revenue and you had that level of business, could you still do that? Could you still be in the place that you are right now? The answer is probably no, which means before you can add the million dollars to your revenue, you have to figure out how to become the CEO that can handle that million dollars added to your revenue, which means you have to offload those decisions and approvals and feedback and being the go-to on those things. And so I think a lot of people talk about training a team related to tactical SOPs, processes, documentation, but you want to balance that with training a team to learn how to think like you, to learn how to think in the way that represents your business and to give them the autonomy to move in that direction. Because if you bring someone on and you say, your job is to follow these SOPs and to not move away from them, that is going to not give them the space to question like, wait, why are we actually doing this? Is there a better way? That's one of my core values for my team too, is I always want you to question process. If there's a more efficient, more effective way we can do something, I'm not in the day-to-day to know that. You better come to me and tell me that and then tell me what you suggest we do and I'm all ears for it. But you have to create that space and that culture in your team and you have to pull out of yourself how you're thinking, which is really hard. It is hard. And and a lot of times we've gotten to where we have so far today because of the way that we think. We have a skill 
that others don't have and a vision and intuition and all those things. I really believe that as an entrepreneur, like sometimes I'm like, I don't know why I made that decision. I just know it's the right decision or the right strategy. And it was so easy and it just came right to me. But there is a way to translate that to your team and it will make all the difference in your freedom in the way you set up your life and allow you to become that CEO you need to become for the business you're trying to grow. All right, you guys, I hope this was helpful. Send me a message on Instagram. Tell me if this was helpful. I need to know if you guys like the team episodes, but this is something that has been, and like I said, an epiphany and something I've learned multiple times over. I learned this like a couple years ago with my marketing where I was really struggling to bring on marketing team members And I was assuming that they would just all think exactly the way I thought was strategy. But the reality with marketing strategy is that there is a lot of variation, right? In people's opinions and experiences. And so in order to align people on strategy, you have to have strategy best practices. So that like a couple years ago actually is how... Our str- we have this document that's like Hirsch Marketing Strategy Best Practices and I created it. So it's for webinars, it's for launches, it's for all these things in how I think about strategy so that that's taken into consideration internally and with our clients so that everybody's in alignment. And I learned this lesson then too was like, wow, I had SOPs on how to build a funnel for us and how to set up a launch tactically, but there was nothing around strategy. And so I learned it then. I've learned this lesson again. I'm focused on who is the CEO I need to be to be at a $10 million company. And every day I'm moving towards that, being that CEO, becoming that person. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for being here with me today and talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast. If you love this episode and want deeper support with your marketing, head over to helpmystrategy.com to see how Hirsch Marketing can help take your marketing to the next level no matter where you're at today. We help our clients scale faster than ever, find hidden leaks in their funnel, experiment with new creative marketing strategies, and help their business explode and be more profitable than they ever dreamed possible. Head over to helpmystrategy.com and see if you qualify for a free strategy audit with Team Hirsch.